What's going on, guys? Welcome back into the Fortress of Comic Tude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. And I'm Kylie. This is a creator-focused episode. It's a show we do once a month where we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket and we talk about some books they worked on and their careers and such. And at the end of this episode, we'll pull out the next month's comic or creator-focused creator. So, yeah. Mary, who are we talking about this month? Peter J. Tomasi. Peter J. Tomasi. Um, he... He didn't. I, I was surprised how small. <laughs> no, like I, I was surprised how small uh, his like work stuff was because like his was a name that I had seen a lot, and he actually hasn't written as many things as I thought he had. I know it's he's been, all goddamn DC. Yeah, he's done some novels and stuff too. <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, Peter J. Tomasi, um, known for Green Lantern Corps and Superman Rebirth, Super Sons, uh, Batman and Robin, bunch of other stuff. Uh, current writer on Detective Comics, and uh, yeah, Mary, you're completely unfamiliar with Peter J. Tomasi. You never read a comic ever written by him until today. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> and she hasn't been drinking. What's our question? What? What did you think of him? What did I think of him? Of your one comic. Of my one comic. I read one comic. Um, when she says that, she means one single issue. One yeah. single issue. <laughs> um. Well, we're doing book reports later. I was just asking how. I was what? Just stating that you hadn't read anything before. <laughs> yes, that is true. Sorry, I what? You were There's a structure. What's to going this on? Show. I'm sorry. Who? I thought you were asking our um, question. These shows are divided into two parts. The first part is like a history 101. The second part is book reports, where we all chose something of his work to read, and we're going to talk about those later. Um, and huh. I did the liberty of the the notes for this Ooh. in this occasion so which is good because mary's like barely functioning uh, yeah what what <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, what? <laughs> where who <laughs> sorry yeah, basically peter j tomasi is 53 years old he was okay. born on august 18th 1967 makes sense uh, notable works like we mentioned earlier include batman and robin green lantern Corps, superman super sons as long as uh, as well as other things uh, Peter J. Tomasi became a fan of comics at a young age through the uh, Batman comic books that his father bought him and through Aww. TV shows such as the Super Friends animated series and the Adam West Batman series. Nice. Uh, specifically, he cites the work of Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams as the first to draw him into the character as well as Bob Haney's work on The Brave and the Bold and The Art of Jim Aparo. Hmm. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. Uh, starting as an editor at DC in 1993 and working on such titles as Green Lantern, uh, Batman, Aquaman, Hawkman, JSA. Tomasi was an occasional writer on various titles, including JSA, The Outsiders, Steel, and The Light Brigade. And in 2003, DC promoted him to senior editor. So he wasn't—he was one of those that like came to time. write came to writing a lot later. Yeah, he was just a long time <laughs> editor at DC. So he's yeah he's been in the in the industry for a long time, even though he doesn't have a ton of it's writing a lot credits. Of- History slash what is it? Uh, his career is definitely focused on this. So I feel like I mean that's not necessarily like to the traditional path to go, but I feel like going from editor to writer that probably prepares you for a lot of good oh, stuff because you have to really have a knack for story structure and everything to be able to edit and be able to be critical of scripts and be like no let's do this let's you know and be able to bounce ideas off of the other creators you're working on by the time it comes for you to write a script I feel like you you already know what a good editor expects 
Well, and so. I think it would be a learning curve because you're editing so many people's works that you mm. get to have a flavor for it all, you know? But then I guess it's also hard because, like, are I you know. able to edit your own work? No. You know? Unless you're Grant Morrison, you just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Or do you edit your own work too much? <gasps> oh, over Chris. George Lucas. <laughs> do you guys know it's in Grant Morrison's contract at DC that he has no editor? I... It comes as a surprise. Yeah, like he he I'm does not like, work yeah. with an editor. No, he doesn't work well with a lot of people. He, so. he's, he's not edited. <laughs> like it, basically, it's like if you want me, if you want my name on a book, I'm not edited. And when you read his books, you're like, yeah, there's nobody <laughs> overseeing <laughs> any of this. Is he? Was he the non-binary one? Yeah, yes. okay. it's a runaway train, man. It's, it's a runaway Who's train. Who's the wizard? <laughs> Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Is the, I feel like we wizard. have this conversation all the time. And Gary yeah. Frank is also Frank Miller. Yeah. In, as far as Mary's concerned. Yeah. They are one, one in the same. One day she has the notes for that. <laughs> one in the same. They got lost. <laughs> My OneDrive deleted everything. In 2007, Tomasi left his 14-year role as an editor and transitioned to writing. Wow. He began on a limited series, Black Adam, The Dark Age. In 2008, he wrote Requiem. It was just it was just a tie-in to uh, Final Crisis that paid tribute to the fallen Martian Manhunter. Speaking of Grant Morrison. Uh, Tomasi wrote the Nightwing title for 14 issues until its cancellation in April 2009 Aww. due to events in the Battle for the Cow storyline. That's that's probably the, the only Morrison stuff. Morrison again? <laughs> that, no, that's probably the only is, stuff of his I have read is the Nightwing. He, Nightwing wrote, okay. he wrote Battle of the Cow? He, well, no, that's it why Nightwing right, ended. Yeah, it was he, right. He was writing Nightwing. Right up to Battle of the Cow. Nightwing oh, got canceled to, because okay. Dick Grayson became Batman. That's basically what it is. Oh yeah, I remember when that happened. Because Morrison was like, "Let's fuck the whole thing and have, da- have Dick yeah. become Batman," and it was fucking awesome. But I thought we were talking about Peter J. Tomasi. <laughs> that took we a did. turn. But we are. But Peter J. Tomasi wrote Nightwing until the until book got died. canceled because Grant Morrison was like, "I'm taking him and I'm making him Batman." I'm so, a wizard, Harry. Uh, so there's no Nightwing book anymore. Oh, I'm caught it's up. It's all coming together. <laughs> it's all coming back now. Should I brought a five-hour energy for Mary? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Huh? From 2009 to 2010, Tomasi co-wrote the creator-owned The Mighty with Keith uh, Champagne. I'm the most, that's how it's spelled. As well as Champagne. as well as Green Lantern Corps through the Blackest Night storyline, and even before that too, like. Uh, all through Sinestro Corps War and everything, when they were, you know, they do like one issue of Jeff Johnson's Green Lantern and then Green Lantern Corps. He was writing Green Lantern Corps through all that. That's cool. Hmm. Uh, Dave Gibbons was like co co writing that stuff too with uh, Tomasi back then. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. If you look at like Sinestro Corps War uh, trade, a lot of them are co written by Dave Gibbons. Okay, so I probably read that stuff too because I was so, reading all that Green Lantern stuff. Yeah. I wasn't. I never read like the Green Lantern Corps book like month to month, month. But like whenever it was a crossover, mm-hmm. you had yeah. to. I definitely read those yeah. issues then. So that was probably the first stuff of his I ever read was was like Sinestro Corps War. I would imagine. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Tomasi Corps, the Blackest Night follow up maxi series, Brightest Day in 2010, 2011 with mm-hmm. Jeff Johns. Uh, during that same period, he was the regular writer on the monthly Green Lantern Emerald Warriors and The Outsiders, which ended in 2011 as part of DC's New 52 initiative. Mm. Fucking New 52. <sighs> as part of that relaunch, Tomasi became the writer of the relaunched volumes of Batman and Robin and Green Lantern Corps, which were both released in September of 2011. Um, New 52 Batman and Robin is, is pretty good. 
Um, they did an omnibus for it a couple years ago, and it was one that I, I thought about picking up but never did because that's one of those I'd probably like to go back and read and revisit. Yeah, because uh, up to that point, pre-1952, the Batman and Robin, all stuff they had done was Morrison, and it was Dick Grayson and Damien mm. as Batman. So in New 52, this was the first time it was Damien with Bruce. And it, it's it's pretty good. Tomasi, again, I, I know a lot of people... He clearly has an affinity for Damien, and I know a lot of people that like can't stand Damien that say unless Tomasi writes him. Oh, I see um, what you're saying. There's a lot of people that like like Damien sucks, but Super Sons was great. Like he he has a voice for Damien that I think works better than most other writers do. Hmm. So I tolerate Damien when he's not written by Grant Morrison. <laughs> very very little. In the summer of 2016, DC launched its Rebirth line, which saw Tomasi co-writing the main Superman title along with artist Patrick Gleason. Uh, so Tomasi and Gleason co-wrote every issue, and then Gleason drew, I don't know, maybe half of them. Because the book was coming out twice monthly, so yeah. Gleason would do an arc, and then they would get somebody else to draw another arc. I love Patrick Gleason's artwork. And the, the trade that Kylie's flipping through right now, which I'll talk about later, that's drawn by Patrick Leeson. I love his artwork. Um, especially in this version of Superman, the, the Rebirth Superman run was very family-oriented. It was very like, the Kents living back on a farm, and they have a son, and they're raising... It's, it was a real fit. And Patrick Leeson's art has a real warmth to it that just really fit with that to me. So, Oh, look at the little eyeballs. Um... Tomasi and Gleason didn't create the character of Jonathan Kent, but this was the run where they really kind of fleshed him out. Um, he was introduced in a really bad crossover the summer before called Convergence. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and at the end, of, to, to make a long story short, and this will kind of set up for Kylie's book report too, because I know he was kind of confused about where this all kind of takes place. In Convergence, they basically brought over the old Superman, the Superman from before the new 52. Cause in the new 52, they like younged everybody up. Like Superman was like 25. Yep. This was pretty much the old OG. Superman. That's like Superman. close to 40 probably. <gasps> and he's married to Lois Lane so from the old. before time. Yeah. <laughs> before. The, the Superman that you read for 20 years before the new 52, basically. And like then they, they, they brought him in to, because of the way convergence ended, they brought him into the new 52 the continuity one. and so well at, oh, fir well, at first course. when he got there he's like oh there's already a superman here i gotta go and so he he decided like i'm just gonna be like a family guy then i'm just gonna you know like gonna raise Aww. my son or whatever but he couldn't help himself because he just, clark has to help people nice. so yeah. he has this like black superman suit that he wears at night and he starts you know and then eventually the new 52 superman gets killed and at that point that's when he puts the blue suit back on i was like okay well the world needs a superman and and that's kind of where this this run starts with him being in a world where the, the whole world remembers a Superman that's not him. And they're like, okay, well, this guy's Superman, but he's also a lot older than the Superman we had before. But What happened? It's like a movie change. You know? So I did understand it. It Just to me, I was just like, what? So they killed Superman off and just brought in an, an alternate? Yeah, at basically. The, yeah, at, at the end of the new 52 Superman, Superman run, he dies. Dr. Manhattan. Okay. He sacrifices himself. Dr. Manhattan did it. And I didn't care for that Superman, so I was like, good. And I, I, I didn't I, care. 
<laughs> Screw that, Superman. At the, at the time, this seemed so perfect to me, even though it felt kind of lazy because it was kind of just like, we'll just give them their Superman back. And I was like, I'm fine with that. Like, so this like, is classic Superman from, yeah, this from, is, from the before time. It's pre-New yeah. 52 Superman. Okay. He's old. He's 40. He, he's and old. Then, just look at him. He's well, old. Compared to their 20-year-old Superman, yes. later on in this yes. run, they retconned some stuff 42. where they kind of merge and there was never two of them. <laughs> Okay. So, like, because the, the first couple volumes of this, it's still they still have that kind of hanging in the air. I was like, well, this is not the Superman that you know, and so it's this the old Superman and the old Lois come, and then the the new Lois was still alive. She didn't die, and so there was a whole thing where they merged and all the continuities kind of came together, and it, it was weird. It was a whole thing. It's hard to explain, but. It, yeah. it was well done at the time that it happened. Like I'm, I'm glad the way that they were able to pull that off. That's in a uh, story called Superman Reborn. Um, okay, let's see where am I? Um, this run lasted uh, nearly four, fifty issues. I think it was forty five, with maybe an annual or two. Uh, focused on a family centric Superman raising his ten year old son Jonathan Kent. Um, in 2017, John Kent would also star alongside Damian Wayne in the new Super Sons series, which was also written by Peter J. Tomasi uh, and drawn mostly by it. Jorge Jimenez, which is inc- who's incredible. Super Sons ran for only 16 issues because of Bendis uh, <laughs> with one annual, but was later relaunched as The Adventures of Super Sons, which ran for an additional 12 issues. Uh, Tomasi also penned the screenplay for the animated DC film The Death of Superman. Directed by Jake Castroneta and Sam Liu, this DC animated movie was the first of a two-part animated feature based on a comic book story arc of the same name. This was um, the new, the new death. Yeah, released on did. August seventh, okay. twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. So he wrote this the screenplay. Was that better that. than the original one they did? Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like the original one enough. Yeah, I did too. There's there's stuff about each of them that I like. Okay. So. It, it's kind of a give and take. Like this thing does this part better, but I like the other part better from the other one. Um, the animation in the new one is a lot better. Like the the fight with Doomsday in the original one is is kind of rushed. Like in this one, it's like a pretty like drawn out thing, and like the animation's incredible. Like they do some cool shit with the fight. Um, currently, Peter J. Tomasi is the writer on Detective Comics, starting with issue nine hundred ninety four, and that's what he's up to right now. And that's and that's. The did way he the wear, cookie crumbles. Did he wear? Did he win any awards? Or I didn't have, have like, none. Wikipedia nothing? didn't I have none. No, I didn't have any of them. Is he really? I guess so. he's so old. Isn't he like forty-five or 53. something? <gasps> oh my god! He's a grandpa. He's so old. Look at him. He's old. <laughs> so that's Peter J. Tomasi. Not a lot of history because there's he's still uh, he's, he's early in his writing career. But, he's, uh, he's got things to do. But what, fourteen years or whatever it was as an editor? That's a long time. Good oh, on yeah. him, though. Yeah. So he's not fucking around. No, he's not. Not at so. all. Mary. Yes. We'll start with you with book reports before you fall asleep. <laughs> what? what did you What did you read for your book report on I Peter Gates? I want to see it. It looked like there was a baby on the cover. I'm guessing it was John. John it was not. It's a oh, child it? with cancer. Oh, oh my God. It's I will call him. It's something better. It's cancer a dying boy. child. <laughs> I'm like, what the? Uh, this issue is called Good Night Moon. Uh, this is Superman goes to the moon. The moon, yes. <laughs> with uh, a dying child? So, what it is is that um, 
he's fighting some bad guys in the beginning. It doesn't really matter. I just kind of glaze over that. Um, <laughs> but he goes to a hospital and they have a cancer ward that have all the oh. that has all these cancer patient kids. Um, and they he worked it out with the hospital that he's going to take the kids and they're going to go to the watchtower and he takes them to the moon. Um, it's just a really wholesome. Nice little story, like feel good story, like oh, like the Justice nice, League, though. and it's the whole Justice League too. They do stuff, uh, they play like a scavenger hunt, and they have to get Batman to smile, uh, get a picture of Batman smiling, which that's like the grandpa's, yeah, yeah <laughs> of the scavenger hunt. If anyone can get, what a do picture they do to of... get Batman to smile? Uh, some kid tells him a joke. You don't know what the joke is, but Batman but says it, it was funny. Yeah, he starts laughing. Or it was probably like, I loved it when you punched Green Lantern in the face. And <laughs> like, oh, yeah, good times. Good times. Yes. And then at the end, to give him just a painless death, they took his helmet out in, off in space. And That's let exactly him go. what they did. All like 12 <laughs> of the children, they did that. And they just let him float away. <laughs> Good God. Did you enjoy the writing? Can you imagine? That's like, like something about the boys. This is, this is a great issue, but I mean, it took a turn right there. At the end. Wouldn't that have been interesting to read? Um, yeah, I liked it. I just thought it was a nice, small, wholesome story. It's just a good little one shot. Just right for you. Uh, it would have been nice, a nice little one shot. Yes. Only if we could be like Mary. I know. What? Listen, what? do you guys want to edit? Huh? Do you guys want to take over stuff? See, I will gladly read more. I took over the Facebook. See how quick she changes from like, <laughs> remember, remember before when it was like, really? You want to do the notes? And like other people started doing the notes and now she's like, crap. You, you want to edit? Want she, to- she's just trying to give us her stuff. That's all it is. I double dog dare you. She's running out of stuff to shame Next us week, with. we'll just see her like in the bedroom door and she'll just like close it. <laughs> I'm not a part of this anymore. Sorry, Aaron. You're by yourself. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I love stories like that because I they're just think just they're... Fun. They're nice. They're yeah. necessary. They really are. And they're really are. good, too, because I think that it reminds people why Superman's an, an, an important character, stuff like that. It's like, that's... he Because like, you're not going to see, like, Batman's going to pick up a bunch of kids and take them on a field trip. Yeah, you know, it would just feel weird. Like, Superman, it just feels wholesome and, you you know, I don't know. It's mm. heartwarming. Yeah. That's what we need Superman for. Yeah. Aaron, what did so you read? what? Issue did he start Batman? Nine ninety four, Detective nine ninety four. And is that Detective? Yes, yes. Okay. It's, it's this. It's okay, this so yeah. I can see where he may have started out with a bang. Um, it was beautifully drawn. Whoever the artist is, well played. I should probably just read it on. Yeah. Oh, it was somebody big. I can't remember who drew it. It's a. Uh, uh, it's not the letterer or. <laughs> No, <laughs> Doug Mankey. Doug Mankey. Yeah, okay. Oh, he, it's beautiful. He works with Doug Mankey quite a bit. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, Doug Mankey drew a bunch of his Superman run. Doug Mankey drew a lot of Jeff Johns's Green Lantern. He drew Batman under the Red Hood. Doug, Doug Mankey. He's a vet. He's so when I read great. this as it went, I didn't think it was the actual like series. I mean, they pulled out a lot of he pulled out a lot of heavy hitters. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought this was just a mythology. Um, I just thought it was like six issues, someone telling a story. Um, do we have a spoiler alert on this? Go ahead. It's, it's okay, been out for spoil- a while. All right. Just checking. So, I mean, number one, it's really great, right? And so it starts out big that he's looking at his dead parents. I mean, Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, it's really like beautiful, but it's to the T. To the Yeah. Batman's parents are dead? Yeah. Are you trying to tell me? Spoiler. So he's talking to Commissioner, and he knows, like, the outfits are synthesized perfectly you know to be his parents. You know who else's parents are dead? 
Your? Bruce Wayne. Oh. <laughs> oh. He almost, he accidentally almost scene. calls it his mom. He's all my, oh, Martha. So, I mean, someone Why did you say stages the... <laughs> someone stages... It just made me giggle because I figured out where that was from. Someone stages their murder perfectly. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, perfectly. So that means someone has to know him that perfectly. So that's not his parents. No, they were staged. A lot of constructive surgery going on. And then he's like, look, all this. But it's so perfect. Someone has to know him that well. And I'm like, oh, my God. Who could have done it? It's a whodunit? Yeah. And so then here's this chick, and at, it, I, they don't really connect. You had to have been reading, you know, Batman for quite some time. It's the chick. She, there's this. <laughs> it's this chick. Big things Bat happen, woman. explosions, and this bad guy comes in trying to kill her, and she gets hit. And <gasps> so this person is The Joker's Bruce. daughter. Yeah, no. Oh. It's uh, someone who used to take care of Bruce. Uh, what's her bucket? Nanny. Aunt Harriet. It's not the it's not uh, the doctor, is it? It's Leslie. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Leslie Tompkins? Yes, that's it. Okay. And nothing it took me a while Harriet? to she's basically like the female <laughs> Alfred counter, counterpart. So she gets hit with this, right? So I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna take her out. Very big opening, right? She's the Joker. No, she yeah. just gets hit with Joker juice and they can't Joker fix juice. Her. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and I like so Joker they juice. can't fix her and they kill her. Now this is a main like you big You're telling me Batman killed somebody? Harley. I thought he never killed anybody. Oh my gosh. Damien did, <laughs> oh, but no. Never he mind. just couldn't save her. And then you're so like, So he this just is let dark. her die. No, I think he went, I can't do this. And he started to walk well, out of the room. He's he like, Damien, go do He just said No, he just told him he's like, I won't kill you. But I don't have to save you. He does try to save her. I mean, this is the thing is, he's pushing this really uh, hard. He like, didn't try he, hard enough. Well, no, he she dies. He didn't try hard enough. But it's really sad. Alfred's sad. This is a main character dying. And I'm like, oh, my God. Then Alfred. Main gets, character I never heard of. You know what? Just because you don't read the book doesn't mean anything. And this is <laughs> not. He gets stabbed. Alfred? Yeah. Who so, stabbed I mean, him? Zorro? They actually say that. It looked like Zorro in the book. But it was Batman. No. It was just kept going. So this is like a domino effect. So it has to be a big player, right? And it keeps going. He goes in and beats the shit. Zaz. Out of all of these Arkham people. And again, this is huge, right? Zaz isn't that stylish. just goes in and says, in the middle of this beautiful, right? He goes... Except the only monster in here with you is me. And then he beats the shit out of all like, these ah, guys. Yeah. So oh, so Damien it's like the, you're not stuck in, I'm not stuck in here with you, you're stuck in here with me. So again, he's trying <laughs> to find all of this stuff and it's very personal. And Clayface. I'm thinking, it's Clayface. I thought it was at one point in time. It's no. the Riddler. And then there's uh, that my next guess. <laughs> Look at this. He's got this guy, another teacher. So this guy. Why is he dressed up as Robin? Every No, it's not. It's um, like Mr. Mr. Miracle. Miracle. Yep, it is okay. Mr. Miracle. Oh, okay. free. So again, it's all very personal. Oh, he is waiting for a miracle. He's hitting everybody in, and this is sharks and fucking piranhas, guys. They Aquaman. Were, he needs to call Aquaman. He sharks does mention where is Aquaman. Oh, I thought she said the sharks were fucking the piranhas. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure, Grant Morrison? It's not writing. No, he does the actually. Sharks were fucking the he piranhas, does mention where is Aquaman when you need him, because. Yes. So again, it's just, 
everybody... He's probably dead somewhere, too. At this point in time. So the whole story, this person who's doing all of this is setting very elaborate traps with sharks. They release the piranhas. the Riddler. Someone knows who he is, and then they have this mutagen thingy that grows different body parts. Mutagen? Mm-hmm. We're it's not like, in Ninja Turtles territory. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> look, he, he has to kill him. And That's he goes, true. this is it. He's like, I know who did it. And he goes to Strange, and he tells Strange, who did you do? And Who did you do? And then he goes see the, yeah, the demons there, and it's this whole, right? So I'm reading along going, oh my God, maybe it's this guy, because then he goes here, and he's like, no, he's not the, it's his, uh, who's this guy? The guy who does all his tech? Fox, Lucius Mm -hmm. Fox. So then I'm like, God, he is. It was Fox the whole time? Well, this part, I'm like. It's building, guys. It's building, and I'm like, (laughs) and then this happens again. It's building. I can can even hear the voice that says it. I just don't know what it's from. It's Damien. No, he builds it so much, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" It's himself. It's Damien. You just said it's Damien. Oh, sorry. She's like, Damien. No, no, no. But look, it was Damien. It's like Kramer. It's Kramer. No, No, it's Kramer. Kramer. Why I say it's himself is because it's not Damien. It turns out. And this is where I was like, you son of a bitch. This is his inner child. No, it's himself. It is seriously Bruce Wayne has put himself in a fucking machine. To train himself a on machine. No, he well a fucking, a fucking machine. machine. Yeah, because he bought I, that at the Blue Boutique. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he, it's the annual. It's his parents' death. <laughs> the annual <laughs> fucking. Yeah, <laughs> basically at this point, <laughs> it's the death of his parents. Every year, he tortures himself and puts himself in a, He's a simulator. Masochist obvious he is planning for the worst possible event he has to make it harder every year to make it so that he can like survive this is him he buries himself as a child and it was like oh so it wasn't damien no it was you himself. said it was well at the beginning of that thing it was <laughs> look he faces off damien because this is him but in then the you realize he's in this simulator yeah. with this okay. green so gooey was, stuff gotcha gotcha it but you keep going, it's himself. He's in, I get it. He's I in get green it jello. All it. I'm saying, it was a cop out. Because at the very end, I was like, oh. My book had a cop out as well. It was like, and then he's like standing up and he's like, because I have to make myself was Bruce strong. Involved? Every time. Bruce and then no, this but, is the um, worst part. Tracy Morgan was. Because it keeps going down. And not bad. I can't say there's anything bad, but maybe it's because I've been. Wait, comics. drinking? It keeps going down on the fucking machine. How many <laughs> times? There's been 862 people he's ran dead a lot in of Gotham. simulations. And then he's like, but we've improved these numbers over the years, but it's not enough. And Bruce then is after all of this, he goes out and takes her out to dinner. Who's her? Leslie Thompson. Yeah, because oh. he feels after Doctor, this simulation, he needs to in touch with her. And Alfred comes and it's a happy ending at the end. And then her and Alfred fall in love. No, they were never in oh. love. But I'm just saying... <laughs> You don't know. They could have been. You don't know their lives. But it, for some reason, right when he faces Damien, you're like, "Oh, this could have gone somewhere." And then Dame, he's like, "I'm not gonna hit a child." And then Damien starts morphing because it's his vision. 
he's there to wake himself up. It's like all built in the machine. And then you're like, so what you're saying is you could have had this. Dream. Well, you could have had these cool, actual, meaningful deaths, and he wiped it clean. And then Never he had happened. this mission of like, during my simulation, this really hurt my feelings that she died. I'm gonna go take her out to dinner. I, I just seen lesbians it's... four years. Let's go. Take yeah, her to I dinner. was like, what the hell? So it was good. There, I'm not saying it was a bad book. I'm saying I enjoyed it. The payoff, though, it. It reminded me of like a cop out. To be it was honest. like the um, the fables crossover that they did. Yeah. That you you read this whole thing. It's about a uh, oh, it was a book yeah. that if you have this book and you brought whatever you write in it happens. And they do some messed up stuff and they death kill note? people it's like off a death and yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Um. And then at the very end, they the guy gets the book back and erases it and literally like at the end you're like oh so everything I just read didn't matter. Because they just like the took it over. It just pissed me off. And it was a story. And you, jo- I enjoyed it along the way. The artwork was outstanding. I am i don't know if it's just I'm getting older or if I've so? seen this story a lot. People have done mm-hmm. the yeah. simulation. Am I you crazy? You see it a lot. Where people put themselves and train themselves. No, you're not. You're this not is... crazy. I feel the same way about those kinds of stories. I'm there's over websites it. with those fucking machines everywhere. <laughs> Fuckity fuck fuck. But anyways, <laughs> I felt kind of like they just took the easy way out. But I can see why he went in so hard. If this was his first Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I am He's so sorry, audience. Everywhere. <laughs> I can. <sighs> I can't come back from that one. No. But, yeah. It was beautiful. I think the writing was very nice. If you're going to kill someone, kill them. But I don't think they would have the rights, right? Isn't it hard to kill somebody? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you have to get, like, approval. Yeah, you can't just be like, I'm going to fucking kill. Unless you're Grandma Orson. And then you can kill anybody you want, I guess. <laughs> that's yeah, I guess that's true. You can do no, his stuff's not in canon. I'll tell you what I know about that story. I've never read that story, but... <laughs> I do. I'll tell you what I know. I don't know. No, what I do know is that uh, James Tynan had written Detective Comics for a good little bit up to that point, and then when he had left to go do Justice League Dark, um, they had like a couple like fill-in people that would do like these little like two or three issue arcs, and then they had gotten to issue nine ninety four. You're six away from the big one thousand issue. They're like, let's get Peter J. Tomasi to come in and just do a six issue story, just to lead up, just to get us to the the thousand and people like this so much and it sold well enough that he was only supposed to do these six issues well, just to and, fill in and now he's, he's still the writer milestone. on it currently well, and I, so i was like that's you know he, and so if this makes sense like stage. you said that there's so many things happening at the beginning he could tell like, he wrote this like he wasn't gonna get to write it okay maybe that it. maybe that's it is like i thought this was in theory a six like seri- full it on. was written to be that way like it was written to be the. But even if I don't get I to do Batman again, it. here's here's my Batman story. Well, it was I, a cop out. I kind of want to read it, to be honest with you. Oh, it's I mean, it sounds interesting. Yeah. I mean, Doug Mankey's artwork just while you were flipping. Oh yeah, that's well, and gorgeous, it was the fact so. that it was it was quintessential. You brought in the characters. He probably loves certain Batman characters, right? Yeah. And he brought them in, and he would morph the evil guy or the mutant. Into any like character he wants, so he's able to draw poison ivy because sure. he was part of it. So you can see, but right when the shark and the piranhas came out, I was like, 
And he would have to, and I kid you not, he's like, I have to get a sh- piece of the shark meat and it has to drop perfectly down so that the piranhas will chew through the leather and sure enough, bingo. And I'm like, what the hell? Maybe DC gave him Detective Comics because I feel like they owed it to him after Bendis came in and just fucked him and stole Superman. Well, speaking of Superman. Because the, the, the way this run goes, you could tell it was supposed to go a lot longer. What, the, can you? I mean... Tomasi's never come out and said anything because he's a professional, but there's a lot of reports that have come out like DC wanted Bendis so badly and they they thought for sure that he was going to want Batman. They're like, Bendis, whatever you want, you can have it. He says, I want, like, I want Superman. And so they basically told Tomasi and Gleason, like, we're kind of done here. Bendis is going to is going to come on after 45 issues. They, they were going to be in this for the long haul. And they what got, is Bendis they got doing fucked. now? He's still Superman's going to be done, but what is he going to do after that? Uh, your mother. Oh. Wow. Mm. Well played. She, 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 she wants to dip his bald head in oil. Oh. <laughs> 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 So my, uh, I picked up the uh, Son of Superman, the Rebirth. I thought uh, we already stuff. talked about yours. <laughs> we we kind of did. Um, I'm three, curious so, now. Three, three. So it comes, it has the one shot that they did the when they did all those Rebirth one shots to kind of yeah. give you the thing. So that's where I was a little confused because uh, it was real confusing because it was like for every title it would be like Superman Rebirth number one, and then the and next then issue and then is the next issue is one. DC Rebirth. Superman number one. They're mm-hmm. yeah. dicks. It, it was yeah. It was Dead. real assholes. So real assholes. Um. So yeah, you, you get that. What you just explained the whole. Uh, they killed him off, and basically he came because uh, ba- he he came and said, you know, I died. It would do, yeah. This guy Doomsday had killed me, but I came back. So he's waiting for this one to come back, and he yeah. kind of wants to help it along. They come to the conclusion. It's not going to happen in this universe. They don't have the. the and he meets up with this universe's Lana, and yeah. there's a whole thing of like, I know you, but Lana not was this trying to break into the crypt you. to take the body back to to Kansas. Oh, okay, um, that's right. And then at the end, he he agrees to help her and, mm-hmm. and take him back and, this and is bury going him. way back now. Uh, so then we get to, um, no, it's they're living on a farm. They're the Smiths. Yeah. They're they're not the Kents. They're, well, because they, because. Uh, the New Fifty Two Superman's identity had been exposed right before he died. So uh, the oh, world, the world okay. knows that Clark Kent is Superman. That, that that makes sense then. I'm like, why are they calling them Smith? That they eventually, after the reborn thing, where the storylines kind of merge, and then there's a the whole thing people forget and whatever. They they become the Kents again eventually. Oh. But um, but uh, he's he's telling John Jonathan the the son like you know, hey, we're gonna work on your powers. Don't use your powers without me. We we need to work on those. And he goes running off with Mama's cat, and a hawk comes and picks the cat up, and he freaks out and uses his powers and obliterates everything, obliterates yeah. the hawk and the cat. Aww. The collar, so he feels bad. Yeah, like he's not gonna go hang out with Dad tonight and work on his powers because he feels like shit. It's like the beginning of um, Don't even. I, know. I was like, that's <laughs> bad. I was like, oh shit, it's Briper. <laughs> Briper. Oh, I was like, that was the one thing I was thinking. Except about. that kid liked it. Which where they're not living in Smallville, they're living in Hamilton County. Oh, okay. Good old Hamilton. Oh yeah, I don't even know if that's a real place, but. Um, he, he's looking out his window one night and, uh, sees his dad, see Batman and Wonder Woman come to visit his dad and his dad, he sees his dad walk out in the, his outfit. Yeah. It's like, Ooh. Ooh. Batman um, looks real creepy in that. 
Yeah, he's got those <laughs> eyes. He's all like, it is Batman. Boy. It is Batman. It is Batman. Um, yeah, I don't know. Him and John Cantor up in like the North Pole or whatever. Yeah, some Bottom some shit goes down. Um, the, he bought like a Superman shirt at like a secondhand store. It's like a hoodie, and he had yeah, yeah he he's got it under his. his I love thing that. That's and, like the Superboy. That becomes the Superboy costume. I I dig it. He's just got his little like ripped up jeans and his sweater. I I, I don't know. I dug that. It's cute. But he, you know, shit goes down. He he pops out and helps helps dad. And he sees, you know, he's got his little Superman thing under his hoodie. And he's kind of proud of him. And, and then shit, kind of. shit goes down. The Eradicator comes. It's some weird General Zod thing. And he has, like, the spirit of Kryptonians inside of him. And it, 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 it's all, it's all kind of weird. The Eradicator is like this, like evil robot that's that's all, yeah. that's meant to preserve Krypton and. Shit. But there's one point in the when they're having this battle where um, Lois is about to get killed, but he he saves Lois and Jonathan. So Superman kind of thinks, okay, maybe the Eradicator. The Eradicator yeah, he's oh. like, so maybe this guy isn't bad. Uh, but it turns out, yeah, he he's bad. He's come to kill Jonathan because he's half human. Basically, is, he's is like he's is. like an impurity, like a. Yeah, he's, he's not. Animated. He's sorry. He's uh, he's not full. He's not one hundred percent Kryptonian. Yeah. So he's he's come to uh, to kill him. Shame, yeah. shame. So yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> so he's all upset. This is the this is uh one part that that I really liked because he's about to kill Jonathan. And Crypto sees what's about to happen, and he jumps in front of it and sacrifices himself and gets sucked into the Eradicator yeah. and just leaves his cape. And oh. so Jonathan just sees his, I mean, the cat just died. The dog now just gets wiped out in front of him, and he's freaking out. That splash page is kick-ass. Superman's, dude. like, beating the shit out of him. And he's then like, he, he freaks out. And I love sure. how he picks up Crypto's cape, and that's the cape he puts on. Yeah. Look at his cute little face. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna kick some butt. So that that's one moment I liked. I'm like, they oh, killed yeah. Crypto. He picks I up remember, his cape and puts it on. I actually remember speculators buying the that issue, thinking, it, and then like he ends up not being dead. Anyway. Yeah. So it was like, ha. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, I, which <laughs> a, anytime the comic industry can give a fuck you to the speculators, oh, yeah. that's no. always like a little win for I'm me. I'm like, ha. You spent twenty five. <laughs> you bought twenty five copies, and they're all worthless. Um, fuck. <laughs> I think it was Darth Vader number six. Um, uh, one of our old customers, just really quick side here. Um, it got put in the wrong place. And it was, you know, said it was in his hold. It wasn't there. And so I'm like, oh, we'll get you one. No worries. And then I found out it's like going to like second and third printings. I'm like, what the hell is going on with this comic book? It's going for ridiculous amounts online. And when we, when we finally found it, you know, I, I'm like, I open it up. I'm like, I got to see what's going on. And it's mm. like the first appearance of like this weird I called him the Batman of the Star Wars universe because he looks like some Batman, but he's like the Sith Hunter. And he, I'm like, <laughs> it, this is the big thing. It's the first yeah. appearance of this character. I'm okay. like, it's a stupid character. And <laughs> everyone's freaking out about this. This is a, a pretty recent thing? Yeah, like last oh, month. Of, yeah. of the current Darth Vader? Yeah, of the, the new Darth Vader. Okay. Yeah. I read the first issue of that and really dug in, just never went back to it. I probably should. Um, but yeah, so the story keeps going. The Eradicator keeps popping up. They think they stopped him. He keeps coming back. It, it, that got a little old, I, I felt. But the Eradicator is cool because this is the, like he, he's shown up a couple times in recent years. This was the first time that they brought him back in like the in his '90s design with, with the, the big glasses visor and stuff. And yeah. yeah, I was like, that's cool as shit. 
especially because DC Rebirth in 2016 was all about like we're bringing it's like it's the we're greatest hits. It back. Yeah, it yeah, basically it's like we're giving you all the hits. <laughs> you wanted Wally back? Here's fucking Wally West. Uh, this this issue was pretty cool. It had an awesome moment, and then I had a moment that just irritated me. Okay. Uh, so they're up on the moon because. Batman has like a secret bat cave he, on the yeah, moon. Yeah, he takes him up to the yeah. secret bat Batman secret lair up on the moon. Which they cross over that real quick. Sense. You're like, wait a minute, that, that feels like a that feels like a bigger deal that Batman has a cave bat cave on the moon. <laughs> it's purely just like ex machina, like uh, we just basically what I had of this is like this is where he needs to go if like shit goes down with the Justice League because I mean yeah. that's what that suit is for right yeah. is to take out the Justice League basically <gasps> he had a suit well too. No, actually well it's, it's for uh, he always has well a suit. it's to take down like Dark Side that, that, yeah yes. that, that's what he originally used because you know because Batman when is prepared uh, for when anything. Damien got killed Batman even went things to that you can't even think of he's prepared for Batman I'm just saying he's oh, overpowered okay. okay. But okay, Eradicator. But Eradicator pops back up, tries to fuck up his son and his wife. Mm-hmm. He gets pissed off. Mm-hmm. He gets. They, they, they get in the fights. Um, there's there's one moment. Oh yeah, oh, so he, he picks up. Though, yeah, he picks up Lois and tosses her, and she happens to land near the the bat suit. So like she gets in the oh, bat suit. The hell That's bat the bat man. suit in here. Oh okay. She gets in the bat suit and starts beating the crap out of him, which is awesome. Like that's I thought that was a really cool moment. Like, okay, Lois is a badass, she's gonna stand. So up. she put it on, she's like, get the hell away from my kid or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's, and plus it's cool because it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, Lois gets to yeah. fuck somebody up for once. And I think at this point Superman has been sucked into the eradicator, so yeah. he's communicating with all the I really liked all that shit too, where he the, has to like yeah. The Kryptonian. I thought that was really cool. It's all coming back to me. I, I only read this once. It's, oh, okay. Was, but what, he comes out, they now. get in a huge fight. Like the he punches the son of a bitch through the moon. Yeah. This, this is how. This is a. Uh, and then at the very end of the fight, oh, no. he pulls Crypto out, and that's where I was like, "Oh, dude, you had such an awesome moment of killing him off, and then he just it. It's like, oh, it didn't happen. Yeah, it's, he's back. It's that same thing where it's like, gotcha. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that I mean. That that kind of irritates. I mean, that irritates me whenever they do that in any comic yeah. where it's like they're you they're using this to sell it, and then at the end they come back and go, "Oh no, no, we're just kidding." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah fuck you. Exactly. you! You you sold me a a shitty, a false advertisement." Yeah, but he comes down. He's Superman now. They give him the key to the city. I it's like Superman. It's, it's all good. Look at his cute little glasses. But yeah, I think it's... Oh. And they, and he, they uh, officially introduced John as Superboy. Now, this is where he's like, you're going to be Superboy. And we're gonna... And in here, they do mention that in here, when Damien has to come deal with Alfred's little... Oh, I'm so sorry. When uh, Damien has to come deal with Alfred's, like, Zora wound, um, he's actually had to be taken out of... Not the Teen Titans? Was it the Teen Titans? He said Alfred he... was never in the Teen no, Titans. No, Damien <laughs> Damien had to stop. Alfred was in like the OG Teen Titans. <laughs> Guys, stop. In like, the, in like the 20s, dude. So Damien had to stop working with Teen Titans to help Alfred back into his like little world or whatever. So Now Tyler is going to talk about this big oh, omnibus of Super He's got an He's going to tell us everything that happens. Um, one more quick Get thing ready. with, with Kylie's though is a fun process of that Rebirth Superman run was John and developing him and his powers and everything because like 
he has powers, you know, we see in that first trade. Oh, yeah. But like well, there is a mo- there, because uh, he's half human, like he doesn't have all of Superman's power. Yeah, and yeah. like he can't fly. The, he li- there was a part I skipped over where like he fell out of a tree. He, he breaks his arm. Yeah, and yeah. he hurts himself and, yeah. and Lois is like, What the hell? How how is this possible? That should yeah. happen. And like and it's a, they they deal with it almost like puberty where it's like he has some powers later on that he doesn't have at the beginning. They develop mm. over time. Yeah, and he's, that's true. Because he's half human, he's not quite as strong, but he's still stronger than the average person or whatever. And he eventually he's smarter does than the, the average bear. bear. Yeah. <laughs> he, he learns to fly by the end of the thing, and then Bendis came down and was like, hey, 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 no more of this character. Let's you really back. hate Bendis, back. huh? No, he, he, he did come back, but he ruined him. I thought about that, yeah. I, what do you I, mean he ruined him? So... Don't, don't, no, don't. Are you talking about making him older? Yeah. Oh, no, he'll be back as a kid. They'll, that's, come on, this we'll is see. DC. They're yeah. all over the fucking place. Everybody's Took this all away over from the me, fucking place. And this place. was a beautiful thing that is now <laughs> he is gone. He's so, what this, is this thing? You know, because I, Bendis likes to write angsty teens, so he's like, fuck this 10-year-old kid. I, I'm going to put him in a time warp and make him 18. I don't care for Damien, so I've never given a shit about Super mm-hmm. Sons, but this was, I was surprised when they canceled it, because... This was a it's very so popular good. book. It's so good. I, I bought it just because the first issue, just because I was really enjoying this. And I and I didn't realize how much I don't know if it's maybe just where I'm at in my life, me, maybe myself as a father. Like I didn't know that I needed Superman to have a kid. And like in this run or whatever, it just like I love Superman, obviously, but like it, it, was it, nice. it gave a whole layer to like this family of him and Lois are a team raising this this 10 year old kid and so to make him a teenager it just it takes away so much of like that i liked that wholesome family that they had so and is it really based on your experience though so it's true every time you read a book it's if you weren't a father or you were still a teenager would you gravitate towards this book i don't know i mean there's obviously a lot of people that like this, and I'm I'm not sh- I'm sure not all of them were parents, but there's definitely got to be some personal connection there that I was able to connect to that through that lens. But it's also just well done, like regardless. But at the beginning of DC Rebirth, I mean, uh, Robin's got a hover bike on the cover for Christ. So was it kind of like the Teen Titans? Not the Teen Titans. What? You and the they, Teen they, Titans. They do they do a crossover with the Teen Titans later what on. What was the in one Super I Sons. read? It was a Young, young Justice. Justice. Yeah. Is it kind of oh. like the Young Justice a little um, bit? Young Justice was more like te- uh, like teenagers, I guess, a little mm. more angsty. This is much more. Damien is just, just has just turned thirteen. Knows. John is ten, so the, it's it's a little more. Okay. But it's but it's not like a YA book. But I mean, you could give this to kids. So but it it's would not, be equivalent to the Young Justice in a, a way. Little, a little okay. bit, but not quite as angsty, not quite as horny. <laughs> I didn't think Young. Oh, but I okay. Never mind. Keep going. Definitely. I mean, Young Justice, the first villain they fight is endowed. It's a woman with that big was breasts. Funny. So <laughs> all right, you got a point. <laughs> Super Sense was not doing any of that. the 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 greatest thing about this book. Is the relationship, and obviously we're talking about Super Sense now. For anyone that this can't see the book, I'm holding my hand. Super Sense. Um, the greatest thing about You're this book is, is the relationship between <laughs> between these two, because they don't like each other when they meet, and they actually meet here first in like the third or fourth arc, and that kind of launches into this where they, um, Superman and Batman team up like we need to get the kids together and put them through training and stuff and they don't get along because damien's an asshole and yeah he's he's, he's a what he's a spoiled <gasps> he's a spoiled rich kid that they're polar opposites right he's a spoiled okay. rich kid john's a kid that grew, grew up on a farm you know and 
Um, the, their relationship is very similar to the Batman Superman relationship, but without the social maturity. And that's what makes it fun because, like, they, they the insults they say to each other are stuff that Batman and Superman would never say to each other. But you know, but it's, it's stuff the that they stuff feel. They on think. The <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, they, they haven't gotten like, oh yeah, don't say that. Like, you, you grow past an age. Like, these are kids; they just say whatever. Like, you're a jerk. You know, like they don't care. Um, but they do grow a fondness for each other over time, and uh, they they have a, a crossover with the Teen Titans at one point where. John ends up like saving the whole day and everything. And Damien was the leader of the Titans at this point, and he still is. But I stopped reading that book a long time ago. But How um, dare you. he wanted to bring John onto the Titans, and they were like, "We like he can't. He's ten. He's not even a teen. He can't be on Teen Titans. You know, whatever." And but what about the Titans? What about what's the difference between Teen Titans and Titans? Was <gasps> there, there any difference lot. between in, those? in the Rebirth series? The Titans was like the original Teen Titans that were now like in their twenties. It was oh, like okay. Aqualad and Wally West oh, and Dick Grayson, yeah, Nightwing. Older. Like Nightwing was the leader of that team. Oh, okay. So it was like the original Teen Titans that were now in their twenties gotcha. or so. Um, so Damien ended up having a big blowout with the Teen Titans because it's like, okay. is that Oogie Boogie? That this was the annual they did a Legion of the Super Pets issue, which was awesome. Um, during the Hanna Barbera crossovers, they did a Super Sons meets Dino Mutt and uh, Fal- Blue Falcon nice. issue, which was also fucking awesome. It, it was just a fun book. My favorite story arc they did. They only did sixteen issues, so I think there's like maybe four or five story arcs altogether. They did. My favorite one they did was uh, Damien doesn't have a very good relationship with his mom, Talia Al Ghul obviously but she's an assassin and she is in town and she meets up with damien because she's in town to be on a hit and the hit is for lois lane and so now the super son's like oh crap my mom's here to kill your mom like we gotta we gotta figure this out and it was fun i think it was like three or four issues um so i thought that was just a really fun premise for a super son story like oh okay like it's a battle of the moms now but they they did a lot of fun stuff. This is a book I feel like could have been like I I fully wholeheartedly believe this would be on issue like thirty five or forty now, had not things That's went pretty. down the way they. Well, like they I did. said, um, so the way you you were putting it was Bendis came and that that's why it ended. Yeah, the way it was selling and the way like we had a lot of holds for it. It would not stay on the shelf. It would it would yeah. sell out pretty quick. It, yeah, I, I feel that. Like not having read it, but just working in the store and seeing the sales on it, it would it'd still be around. It it was just it was kind of refreshing because they don't make comics like this much anymore. The where fun it, where it's just where fun. it's just it's just a fun. It's a book you could give to a to an eight year old easy, and there's nothing in there that's going to be too heavy for them. But it's also a book you can fully appreciate as an adult. Like they they don't make that comics is, like that much it was, anymore. It was hard to find before. I have to admit, there was it, it's sex appeal now, or and it was even back then. But or ultra violent, and or was, or language. And like, don't get me wrong, I like that. I like mature yeah. comics. I'm not trying to bash on any of that. No, but I, when something like this comes along, I'm like, oh, this is what comics used to be back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, yeah, it and was, like like yeah. this stuff, this should exist too. And it was just a. It's a to me, it sounds uh, more like it was. I don't know, like that free care, um, carefree, 
or yeah, that carefree, that kind of <laughs> dyslexic moment. Um, it was a free care. Okay, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Calm down. Calm Settle down, down uh, I feel the burn, okay? Yeah, it's those books that just make it enjoyable. There's no strings in a way attached. You don't have to feel one way or the other. It's just enjoying it. And any time you can call someone a jerk, especially, I guess, with those iconic symbols on them. Mm-hmm. It kind of uh, makes it fun. Like, it's just fun. Damien's the troublemaker. John is, like, the good boy for the most part. Damien's the one that, like, yeah. sneaks into his room at midnight. Like, let's go. We're going to go out on patrol. And it's like, I can't. My parents, look, I can't just leave. It's like, sure you can. Come on. Let's go. Like, it, and it's you just, know it's, 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 it's... And because Damien's three years older than him, John looks up to him yeah. a little bit. Like, oh, he's a little bit old. It, like. You, you know when you were a kid and there was that one kid that My just seemed sister. so much cooler than you because he God, was like two, Elisa. three years all older? Them, and All of them were cooler. Than you know what I mean? And it's just, it's Every really day, cool. Man. My sister lived in the house with me. She was so much cooler. My question though is, does it bring up the fact that Superman could hear Damien every time he came in the house? Yeah, they, they get caught a lot. They get busted. They I get, mean, a lot, lot, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's all in fun. Um, I, I just, I, I full believe, fully believe that Bendis just doesn't like kid characters. I, th- I think he, no, I, I know it's, it's kind of a, a running joke on this podcast, but like all jokes aside, I think Bendis, he made his bread and butter on teenage characters. I think that's where he kind of thrives. If you look at ultimate Spider-Man and stuff like that, I think he didn't like the idea of a 10 year old was like, let's make him a teenager that felt more in his wheelhouse mm. of a character yeah. that he could write. And so that's why we so ended up where it. we are. But I love this book so much. I have the Emerald City Comic Con foil cover in a CGC that uh, for the first it is, issue. It's very pretty. So yeah, it, it's and this is the omnibus that I'm holding now that Mary bought for me uh, the year it came out, which bugs oh, the crap Mary. out of me because they're doing a reissue of this <gasps> that has the the twelve the, the, the twelve issue <laughs> miniseries in it. And I remember when they first put this out, I was like, I'm surprised because the the Adventures of the Super Sons hadn't finished yet oh, okay. when this came out. And I was like, oh, I was surprised they put it out now. You would think that they would wait and just put it all together. Now they're putting it all together. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy another one. So, Come on. Yeah, Super Sons. If you haven't checked out Super Sons, it uh, looks fun. give it a chance. I, I think it, it's a book that caught a lot of people off guard, including myself. I really think it's worth your time. So, All right. Uh, before we pull out the next comic creator's name, should we do some quick weekly picks? Mary, do you have anything? You sleep. better have some. Weekly pick sleep? My weekly pick is sleep. <laughs> We've been watching so also the Leah Rimini. God damn it! Don't uh, Scientology. Steal my... Okay, how is that? You can talk about it. Is that on Netflix now? It's on Netflix. It's, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Leah Remini, If you don't know, she's an actor. Most of them, I think, for King of Queens, but she's been in some other stuff as well. Wait, the chick from King of Queens. King of Queens. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. was in the Church of Scientology for thirty-five years and had a very public split with the church in twenty thirteen. And she's now doing this show where she is, through her own stories, while also interviewing other people that have left the church, kind of exposing Scientology. And when you watch this, you're like, how the fuck is this allowed to operate as like a tax exempt organization? Like, this is straight up a cult. Yeah. No, I I know enough about it that it's, it's, but that's how I feel about most religions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But if you're interested in any of that, it's on Netflix. They're in like the third season already. I didn't know if you actually want to talk about it. It's, I'll let him talk about it. Some of the stories are horrifying. Like, some of the the stories people tell, like, I don't want to give too much away, but like one of the ones Mary and I watched, 
this lady, she was living on like the big compound they have in LA. It's like their main thing. Once Get you're out there, of town. once you're there, you can't leave. Like it's all gated off. You cannot no, leave. No, it's like a. Is it like the Settle weird down. compounds? Okay. Oh wait, wait, wait. The compounds where we have the polygamy families in Utah. Kinda. Where... Yeah, it's something yeah. like that. Or like uh, the leader from The Simpsons. And uh, she was. She you're finally, free to go whenever you want. She finally <laughs> decided that she wanted to leave and get the hell out of there, but you can't go. It's like guards at every gate and everything else. And so they would bring in these actors because it's in L.A. They would bring actors in to f- film like these little, like short films they would do for Scientology. And a lot of the actors weren't Scientologists. They were just paid actors yeah. that would come and stuff. And so they would be allowed on the property during filming and then they would leave. She jumped in the trunk of some random person's car, had no idea where they were going. But it was just like, Aww. get me the fuck out of here. And she says she was in this guy's trunk for, she figures, about two hours. Did they Did they know she was there? No, not oh, until okay. the guy was driving to his girlfriend's house. And finally, when he got there, found this woman in the trunk. And then he drove her to the airport because she's like, I need... And it was really nice. And she flew to Portland to go be with her family and finally got away from them. Mm-hmm. But I met mm-hmm. like... Imagine just jumping in somebody's car, have no idea where they're going, but you're like, I just need to get the just fuck get out, out of, of here. <clears throat> and That's just so laying in someone's trunk for two hours, man. Like, God damn. <laughs> I, that, you know, that'd probably be the most, I don't know, that those two hours. You have no idea which direction you're even <laughs> heading. You have no idea. If the, the person driving nice, the car, yeah. you have no idea what kind of person they are, mm-hmm. you know. That's I mean, how I try to get away from Imagine Kylie being that day. desperate where you don't even care. You're like, I'm going to take my chances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything's better than here. So. No, that would be really so. scary. I call so off the Mary's pick. Because they're, they're, each episode's like an hour, and they're in like the third season. There's three so. seasons, yeah. Are you kidding me? It's seasons. Yeah. yeah like Every episode, they interview like a different person. And she uh, also shares a lot of her own... So she's the one who's leading it, though. Like it's yeah, her. yeah. Oh yeah. She, right. she's, I didn't know if it was kind of like a. It's her and one other guy that was like a pretty high-ranking guy in the church that also left, and they kind of so they travel the country and talk to other people and like share their stories while also getting other people's stories. And a lot of them are fucked up, man. Like, yeah, some crazy shit. So That's that so that was sad. also my pick of the week as well. So Aaron. Well, I don't remember my pick of the week last week. Perry I had, Mason. I, yeah, it's probably Perry Mason. And I uh, was talking to Kylie. I don't quite remember a lot of things. Saturday was really hazy. I have to admit, we watched, uh, um, we watched a, a couple of, we watched one of the television series and it kind of ended weird. I'd have to say my pick of the week was number one, Joe Biden winning. And I have to admit, yeah. Kamala a Harris and her speech. Your pick, your pick is the president and vice president elect. Why not? It's I'm not a bad like, pick. It's not no, a bad pick. I'm, I'm just, all like, I have to admit her her speech. That guy was like, I'll toast to that. Uh, well, I, maybe it's uh, maybe okay. So there was other great things I'm sure on television, but maybe it was that moment of relief on Saturday for me that was the pick of the week in a way. The speeches um, were great. They See, were and I never. I still don't feel the relief yet. I I do, and I feel like... uh, But it was the fact that I like Kamal Harris, and I read an article about her, and I didn't realize she wears tennis shoes everywhere. So she She wears wears, Converse. Converse. Yeah, Yeah, she wears like Converse chucks But it's not necessarily comfortability. It's more um, as a female, you're not supposed to wear (laughs) tennis shoes. She's a rebel? Well, no, I mean, again, this is what I'm saying is as a female, it's considered mandatory. You're not supposed to wear 
tennis shoes with nice dress. It was a and she very dresses int- very nice too. Like she's dressed mm-hmm. very nice all the time. But like you said, the just the shoes. And there was the article mentioned that it was a. Uh, she's trying to appeal to that millennial. I don't think so. <laughs> it was the crowd. It was actually. I'm waiting for Aaron to explain why she why wears is, them. Yeah. She, oh, she, I don't know. <laughs> she wears them to be more down to earth. That she needs to get things done. She can't wear high heels all the time. She has to move. High heels is not the shoes of someone that's like gets to work, get ready to get something done. Well, I mean, that's like the... sneakers. That's like a that's no, somebody on the move. It's not that. Have oh, you ever okay. tried to wear high heels? They're fucking Me, no. tough, and they were Come required on, on yeah. the Congress floor. Women had to wear shoes like that. And as a female, the fact that she can wear Converse, that she can wear them with her clothes, and that it's to get things done, it's a complete dynamic shift because you're not a Hell, women weren't allowed to wear pants in a long time. So is that what her catchphrase is going to be get it done. Get it get done. It done. <laughs> All I know, it was it was nice. Pretty sure it was, Larry the Cable Guy might assume. But at the same mm. time, I did watch Babe right before. <laughs> did Mom did watch babe. Aaron's pick is Babe. No, I enjoyed that <laughs> Some speech. Thing. I hope little girls out there. Oh, yeah, that's that's Charlotte's way of. I did watch Babe before it. I'm not gonna What's lie. The, it's that'll do, pig. That'll, that'll, that'll do. There you go. That, that's the one I was looking for. <laughs> that'll do, pig. But I oh. I hope little girls out there. I enjoyed it, and I I really need a babe? good thing. And that, yes, little girls out there will enjoy Babe because it was so cute. It was dark. It, oh no! Dark. It was a dark heart little Kylie, thing. Your pig. We watched Queen, Queen's Gambit, <laughs> oh, but that is not okay. going to be my pick. Oh, okay. How is that though? <laughs> it's fine. Okay. It's it was it was the Batman and Superman. Um, she does a she does a great job. Oh my god, I mean, she's beautiful. I'm not the biggest chess person, so mm, sure. like it was it was it was it was fine. Um, what's that one on HBO with Nicole Kidman? Oh, the undoing. Is that? Have you that seen yet? that? Yet? I have heard nothing but awesomeness. Me, yeah, me as well. Um, but I, I think it's something I'm going to wait until it's all done yeah. and just oh, binge it. Oh, is it not all done? No, oh, it's it's a week. It's weekly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they're only three or four into it at this point. Yeah, but HBO usually do like what eight or nine now. Yeah. It seems like so. It's probably not too far out from done. Okay. Um, I was going to pick uh, Star Trek Discovery <gasps> until. Oh. We watched The Mandalorian today. And I haven't seen suck the it. New one. Is it Mandalorian good? was fucking fantastic. <laughs> Three weeks in a row. Holy and I was shit. Gonna, Discover is awesome, but holy crap, man. No, and, and it's just like gotten better and better and this. I feel like all of see I mean I haven't seen episode three yet but chapters one and two of, of season two it feels you really like need to see they, they raised the bar quite a bit from season one oh, and season one was fantastic so it was been it the, was I'm fun. glad I'm, I'm looking forward to the third episode I'm, I'm sure so we can't say anything discovery still solid but oh, Mandalorian blew it out of the fucking water this week oh man oh, yeah and then we're not okay because you didn't watch it it was fun, and I I, I asked Kylie questions. Cat, uh, it, it's it's going <laughs> it's going deep into like the rebels and the the animated stuff oh, at this point. So that, yeah. that's how you win people over, especially if you're setting up to bring in Ahsoka. Like, oh, yeah, that's so and, wait, uh, she she is mentioned in this. So oh. do you? We're getting he closer. Know who yeah. The KS is. He knows. I don't. I don't know if he's watched any of the cartoons. I've so. seen bits and pieces. Oh. It's one of those things where I'm like, I know I need to anything? sit down and watch all of them. No, I wouldn't spoil that. I, I've oh, had a hard time staying interested in them though. Hmm. Every time, Clone Wars is cool. Mo- no. mostly Clone Wars. 
Clone Wars Clone is Wars. up and down all over the place. Yeah. Watch Rebels. Rebels is solid from beginning to end. Okay. And that's a lot of that that's going on in Mandalorian. Just watch Rebels. Okay. You'll be good. All right, so we're about to pull out the name of next month's creative focus. Wait, wait, wait. What was your pick? It was the it Scientology, was the Scientology show. thing. Good God. With Mary. I stole it. I hijacked her pick. Pull the bucket. It's okay. She's um, tired. So next week, we'll be <gasps> back with Comic Book Club for Lock and Key Volume 4, which is Mary's pick for Comic Book Club. Can and then you we'll do fo- it, Mary? Then we'll find out what Erin's yeah. pick for next month's <gasps> comic book club will be at the end of next episode. So she's got a week a week to oh, you guys know figure what it's out. Gonna be. Do it? Are you just stealing Mary's thing? Where you just you've locked onto a series? <laughs> we're just gonna go. Vo- <laughs> we're just gonna yeah. Why not? Things. If that's the case, then I'm good because I've been reading Rachel Rising. Mm. I'm, I'm like on like the fourth trade already. I think do it's just like a cop it? out. I, I do. Whatever. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Continue it's on. Not something that responsible men would do. That's no, not at all. Yeah, not at all. Um, like, Mary, men, like variety. Oh, but Mary, it is your hair? turn to pick. <gasps> Mary, I swear go, Mary. I picked last time. I don't think so. I think I did. Oh, she no. actually did. Because Kylie picked Kevin Smith, and then I picked Peter J. Tomasi. Oh, so I but I remember I reading it. Huh? I don't think I picked Kevin Smith. But I remember reading the paper oh, and I saying, I don't Spoon know who this is. Oh, so it means it's Aaron's turn to pick. <gasps> yeah. I can't pick from the bucket, man. Yes. All right, all right, all right. What the fuck do I know? Come on. Oh, God. Grandma Orson. Oh, my God, no. Come on, Aaron, just one. Just you one. imagine I'm the here, notes like, I'm going to have to do for Grandma Orson? Okay, come on, come on, come so on. So is Mary just done with notes <gasps> at this point? Maybe. <laughs> It's probably because she has no idea who it is. I do know who it is. Scott Snyder. Oh! You don't like Scott Snyder? Wait. Am I thinking of the wrong Scott Snyder? How many Scott Snyders do you know? I was thinking of... uh, You're thinking of the director, uh, Zach. You're thinking of Zach Snyder? I don't know. I was thinking of... No, you know what it was? The first thing I thought of was... Scott Pilgrim? Yes. (laughs) That's what I what, thought. Oh, of. I was kidding. I was like, oh, are you I serious? I've been drinking. Let me That's be. That's not a creator. I call Corda Al suck it. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Scott Snyder, <laughs> give me some one love. I want to. <laughs> what Have is you it? read it before? Yeah. Good. What? Oh, no, I, I, I read know. it with New Fifty Two. You've read it too. What I are you know. Talking about? Well, Scott Snyder, give me love, guys. Help me out. <laughs> Batman uh, Corvallis, Dark Knight's Metal, Rip. Superman Unchained, Severed, American Vampire. I'll read American Vampire again. I really oh, like that, that one. Was good. Did so he do damn you. Uh, Witches too? Oh, Witches. Wasn't that Scott oh, Snyder as well? Damn you, Scott Pilgrim. Do you know what it is? <laughs> damn you, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim is not a real person. I know. But we watched, we watched the little He's uh, Canadian, interview. eh? We watched an interview where they were eating little uh, chicken wings. What? <laughs> Hot ones? What? That, was a, yes. that was a Frank Costanza line if I've ever heard of Guys, They were eating on. Uh, <laughs> chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like in... A Scott Snyder, I don't believe identifies as a she. <laughs> don't worry about it, guys. In my mind, it oh, all made sense. Like a phoenix. Rising out of Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Kramer. Oh. Yeah. Which means this guy oh. is not, not my kind of guy. He's <laughs> not my kind of guy. Okay, so oh. now I, I'm so it's Scott all Snyder back. a month from now. That'll, that that'll be, be a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got a, he's nice. got a lot of shit. 
Are you going to be able to Ooh, do this? When did I read you, American Vampire? You know oh, you guys gave it to me. That's forever ago really when they have And I just read it for funsies. When they do like their <laughs> their like Black Friday, I think it was Black Friday last year when they do trades for like two or three bucks. I bought just a bunch of shit that I was like, oh, I want to reread this or stuff I hadn't read. I'm going to do uh, uh, Black Mirror. That, that was going to be my first thing. Because that's, that's one I haven't reread in a long time, and I've already got it downloaded on my tablet. It's just been sitting there. Like, nice. this is my excuse. That was, uh, he He was the man who got me back into Batman um, after giving up on him. Hmm. I don't remember. He walked away from the best shit. era of Batman. I was reading Batman since but I was a kid. But the fact that you guys started, and this is what I feel bad about work, I don't remember names, I remember faces. With comics, it's different. There's no faces. There's exactly, there's but no I remember faces. the storylines, right? So when you guys were mentioning blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but no, not Scott. Yeah. That one I just... That the one's Scott, one. yeah. But it was the chick and she put the milk down her nose. What oh, was Aubrey it? Plaza? Yeah, what was okay. the interview called? I don't know who that is. Who is that? Hot Ones. Do I know what that is? Who, the, who is that? Aubrey Plaza? Did you ever she watch Parks and Rec? No. Legion? No. Is she the blonde lady? No. In mm-hmm. Parks and Rec, <laughs> she did really good in Legion. <laughs> no, but she did great uh, in Legion, shockingly enough. But anyway, she was part of Scott Pilgrim. I that's, pulled that's out. That's right. Scott, she was. And that she his sister. I have no idea. I don't know. All I know is I saw Scott. Let us know some of your favorite Scott Thank Snyder you. books or give us recommendations. Of There's a lot. It's, it's, should read. There's it's a lot nice because he's been all over. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can do it. I mean, no, he's not really any Marvel, though. No, no, no. But, so he, he's but, another one that's mostly DC, but he's done some. He's oh, he's done He's done a yeah. lot of image stuff. And then I, I haven't read the, what's the, something country? What's the, the one he's doing currently with image? A little country? A no, little rock and roll? Uh Oh my God! It's him and Greg Capullo, isn't it? Undiscovered country. Und- undiscovered country. Yeah, that's right. That um, that one I haven't read either. So oh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot to pick from. Oh yeah. So that'll be it from us this week. That'll do it. That'll, that'll do, a do pig. pig. That'll, that'll do. do. That'll do that's pig. Some pig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the weirdest thing. I wanted to watch it. Until next time, my name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. I'm Kylie. Fuck Comics Gate. See you next time. This show is part of the Geek Nerd Network. Geek Nerd Network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This is Janet.